Hello, everybody. This is Andrew Gomison with the Speaking Firm podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. We have arrived at the first weekend in November, and I have to say, I'm pretty excited about the Indian summer week that we just had. Don't know how long this warm weather is going to stick around, but I, for one, am enjoying it. And it is a good trade-off for the hour of daylight we lost this week as well, which is really tough for me to get used to. The fact that the sun is basically down by about 6.30 at the latest lately. So, but I'm grateful to be here, grateful to be talking to you. And today we're going to start a series of four episodes that will deal with things that the Bible has for us to be thankful for. So I'm excited to jump into that. Um, But first, I want to talk to you about a couple things, and then we'll jump into the rest of the show. The first thing I want to mention is you may notice as you are um, looking at this podcast episode or listening to this podcast episode that it is coming to you on Saturday afternoon. Uh, That is because... I made the decision to do some experimenting over the next several weeks with the day that we release the podcast. I get really busy during the school year um, because I because I work at a school, and so I'm often posting the podcast on Saturday morning, even though it is listed to come out on Fridays. So I'm going to be putting it out on Saturday for the next four weeks at least. And I'm also thinking about the possibility of releasing it midweek at some point after that. Just kind of doing some experimenting to see if I can get the number of listens up. And I would like some feedback from you, the listener, about what day of the week you are most likely to listen to a podcast. So if you have any thoughts about that, you can contact me with the contact information that will roll at the end of the show. Uh, My final housekeeping for this intro is just to let you know that we continue to be working hard on the Pilgrim's Progress um, post-production. I have episodes one through five. I've reviewed the first two. I still need to review episodes three through five to um, approve them for the addition of sound effects. So it is coming together. I know it's been slow, but um, I really am thrilled with what's coming out so far. And I'm excited to share that with you probably shortly after the first of the year uh, with all the holiday things that I want to do and with all the things that need to be done on it before it is complete. And I want to make sure that I have it completely ready so I can share it with you on consecutive weeks. All right, with all that being shared with you, it is time for us to talk about what is going on. All right, well, today um, I want to tell you, first of all, that we are sitting uh, three days, uh, four days, actually, post-presidential election, and we do not know yet who will... Um, be taking office January 20th, whether it will be uh, Donald Trump um, taking the oath of office for a second time or whether Joseph Biden will become president number 46. And there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of 
angst among people on social media and among my friends and even some worry and concerns on my part. I'm not going to lie. I really want um, to be able to still have the conservative values going forward uh, that Donald Trump has displayed, and so I'm hoping uh, that there will be a miracle that he is able to stay in office. But that is as yet undecided, and it is very interesting um, and very appropriate, I think, that we talk about what we're going to talk about today in light of that. Another thing I want to mention is that yesterday morning, my brother Bartholomew were on our way to work as per usual, and uh, we hit a deer, and so I ended up uh, with a three-day weekend, although much of yesterday was dealing with logistics related to having a um, damaged car. Um, We had to get it into the garage. We had to file our insurance claim and then procure a rental for the week. So really hoping that um, I will get my car back um, by the end of this week and not have to extend that rental. Um, But we won't know exactly what needs to be done and whether it can be done in that timely manner until they start working on it on Monday. So I would covet your prayers as far as that goes, and I really appreciate uh, everyone who continues to pray for me and my ministry and various and sundry things that have gone on, especially this year. 2020, what a year. I mean, we we have a lockdown. Um, I get through the whole summer and my wheelchair breaks down, and now I'm dealing with issues related to my car um, breaking down. So definitely a lot going on, but I can still uh, be thankful for who God is and what he is doing through this situation Um, And so now we're going to move on to our main segment of the episode. All right, well, today's theme, as we're talking about things to be thankful for in the Bible, is be thankful. We can be thankful that God is in control. And in these times where it seems like everything is chaotic and nobody uh, cares about the truth, everybody is, is looking to themselves, we can be solaced by a couple things. Number one, that God has not abdicated the throne. Whoever is president, Jesus is king. It's kind of a cliche, but it is very true. And so we can rest in that. And we can also rest in the fact that this chaos does not surprise God. He said that there would be a time, he wrote through Paul, that there would be a time when men would become lovers of themselves, that they would hate their parents, and that they would want their ears itched. In other words, they would want speakers and ministers who would tell them what they want to hear and not just what they need to hear. And so... That is really where we're at, folks. This doesn't surprise God, and so we need to be thankful that God knows what is going on and that he will respond to it in a positive way, and he has a plan for everything that has occurred. So I'm just going to begin to lay out, I think, about five things 
that show us how God is in control. Again, as with all my podcasts, this is not an exhaustive list. And if you have other things to be thankful for that you want to add to the list, um, even other aspects of God's control, or anything that you want to add to an episode, make sure that you give us a comment at the end of the blog post for this episode, or you can comment in the Speaking for Him Facebook page. I will mention here right before I dive in that as we go through this thankfulness series, if you have something that you are thankful for and you would like to have that included on the podcast, please feel free to go to my blog, click on the microphone on the right-hand side of the page, and just leave a two-minute message telling me what you're thankful for, and with your permission, I will share it on the podcast at some point this month. All right, well, we're going to dive in to our topic of the day, which is be thankful that God is in control, and we're starting with our quote of the day. And this quote comes from Jesus in Matthew 6.31-34, where he says, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. And I really like this passage because Jesus is telling us not to worry about tomorrow. Now I want to make the distinction here that not worrying about tomorrow is not the same as not planning for tomorrow. We are given the admonition in Proverbs chapter 6 about the ant. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise. And it talks about how the ant plans in the in the summer for what will happen in the winter. And basically gives us a primer on, on how to prepare um, when we have plenty for a time when we don't. So there definitely is a place for planning. But what Jesus is telling us here is you have enough to worry about today. You have enough to concern yourself with today and leave tomorrow to me. Because I already have it worked out. He knows the end from the beginning. Remember he said before Abraham was, I am. So he knows what you need. And then you may ask, well, if he knows what I need, why do I need to um, pray to him? Well, the reality is that he wants a relationship with you. So even though he knows what you need, he still wants to hear you request it. A relationship is a two-way street, and so we need to be communicating with him, even though he is all-knowing, and even though he will keep our best interest at heart. Alright, so the first point I want to make, and again, these, these are not exhaustive lists, but hopefully these encourage you this week and this month as we look toward Thanksgiving, especially in this unorthodox time in which we find ourselves. The first point is, because God is in control, we need not fear. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, 
which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Now, I could almost do a whole podcast episode just on this verse, because there is a lot here. So let's unpack it a little bit. First of all, we are not to be anxious for anything. That's what careful means in this context. But we are to pray about everything. I remember a story about a lady who had this problem and she was looking for all these solutions and a pastor asked her, he said, have you prayed about it? And she said this, has it come to that? Is that the only recourse that I have? And the reality is that that should be the first line of defense for us, the first line of inquiry for us, is to pray about it and say, God, What are you doing in this situation? What do you want to do in this situation? So that's the first thing. The second thing is that as we let our requests be made known unto God, we are to do it with thanksgiving. If you remember in Romans chapter 1, one of the first steps away from God is to not acknowledge God and to not be thankful. So it's important for us to have an attitude of thanksgiving when we go before God to thank him for who he is before we expect him to do anything. And then it says the result of letting our request be known unto God is that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So if you want your heart and mind to be at peace, even in this tumultuous time where we find ourselves, in the United States especially, and throughout the world. You need to have your mind, as it says in Isaiah, stayed on him. And Paul is is giving us the promise here that we will have the peace that passes all understanding if we make our requests known to God. So that's an amazing truth that we can be very thankful for today. The second thing is because God is in control, we can trust his purpose. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28 And we need to make a distinction here that all things work together for good does not mean all things are good. When my brother passed away in July of 1992, that was the farthest thing from good I could think of. And yet God used the events of that time to bring me to himself, to have me renew my dedication to him, to prepare me for the call to Christian service. And that really was the beginning germ, the impetus for speaking for him, even though I didn't know it at the time. But his purpose was fulfilled and is still being fulfilled. And although I still wouldn't have wanted my brother to pass away, I know that the things that that event worked in my life were worth the trauma that I went through. So I want to encourage you today that whatever trauma you're going through, there is a purpose, even if it's hard to find, a reminder that Job didn't know God's full purpose for why his trials happened on this earth. He only learned through it that God continued to be faithful. 
Remember, after all the struggles, after all the arguing that Job did with God and the struggles that he had, God still said, do you know? Do you know? And he was talking to him about all these things regarding creating heaven and earth and how he, being the creator, knows all these things and there's no way for us as humans to attain it. And Isaiah says says it this way, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So these are just some things to keep in mind as we consider the purpose of God. Because God is in control, we can trust his direction. This is another good one. A man's heart devises, deviseth his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Proverbs 16.9 I think this is such an important verse because... Sometimes we are faced with decisions where we have two equally viable options, two very good options, and sometimes we can get overly worried that if we make the wrong decision, we are stepping out of the will of God. Now, there are some obvious things where God will say, you're stepping out of my will, and we need to be careful to listen for that and make sure that we do our best not to do that, or if we do, we get back on track. But I also think that God will use um, circumstances and just things that happen to show forth his will. Uh, We can step toward something, and then if God closes the door, we can know that it wasn't his will. Now, I'll be honest and tell you that sometimes I still like to try to wrench the doorknob, but the ultimate thing is that God opens doors that no one can close and closes doors that no one can open no matter how hard they try. So we can trust his direction. The next piece of this is that because God is in control, we can trust his presence. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen and 20 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Now this is an encouraging, to, an encouragement to me, because no matter what's going on in the outside world, no matter what chaos is erupting in our nation, I know that Jesus will always be with me, because he promised that until the end of the age, he would be with me. And he makes the same promise to you. So we can go in confidence to teach all nations about everything that God told us to observe. And really, my Speaking for Him podcast exists primarily to exhort you in the second part of the Great Commission. Obviously, I want to see souls saved, and if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, I hope that you will find something in this podcast which sparks your interest, and if you have other questions, you can contact me with the contact information that will roll at the end of the show. But the reason that speaking for him was laid on my heart is because I felt like we've been neglecting the second half of the Great Commission, which is teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded. See, trusting Jesus for salvation is only the beginning. 
But as we walk through this journey, as we walk through the Christian life, we see that God is faithful to his word to be with us at all times. He also said in Hebrews, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Okay, because God is in control, we can trust his promises. Again, another key thing for today in this time of uncertainty, in this time of not knowing uh, who the next president is, not knowing how to um, how to exist in some ways in this culture, especially since everything seems to offend people nowadays, we can be assured that God's promises are true and that whatever we go through on this earth is just a precursor for the promises of God being fulfilled. In 1 Peter 1, 3-5, it reads, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed at the last time. Now there's a couple things that I want to mention here. And first of all, we are given this inheritance by God's abundant mercy. Um, by Christ's mercy to us, the Son of God. We don't deserve to have an inheritance, but he promises it to the believer anyway. And then he says that um, we will have a resurrection of the dead um, and that we will have an inheritance which is incorruptible and undefiled. Anything that a friend or family member gives you, even though it is valuable to you because they gave it to you, will lose its value. It will tarnish, it will have mothballs, it will not um, be of any value or any use to you someday. It will eventually be collecting dust in a landfill. But the inheritance that Jesus gives us is one that fades not away. It is incorruptible. You can't diminish its value. And then we are assured that we are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. You know, I'm not capable of, of keeping very many things nice. And I lose things all the time. But thankfully, my faith is based on the fact that I am kept by the power of God. I am hid with Christ in God, as it says in Colossians. And at the last time, everything will be revealed. And everything will be made right. And I'm excited for that day. And I hope that you are as well. Why? I hope that these um, brief uh, thoughts about God being in control have brought peace to your mind um, as we navigate these difficult times. I suppose I'll close with this uh, scripture. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world.
and that is in John chapter 16. That is the entire basis of the Speaking for Him podcast. The truth of God's word that I am able to put out on this podcast every week is the reason that I am living. Paul said it this way, in him we live and move and have our being. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed this show. That's about all I have to share with you right now. Again, make sure that you get in any thoughts by email or Facebook message or even voicemail on my blog to let me know what you're thankful for uh, this Thanksgiving season. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode of more reasons to be thankful. Until then, have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking for Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.